Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business, presented by All-in-One Social Media, where marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to help your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now here's your host, Desiree Martinez. Hey, Boring Business and welcome to episode 54 of the Marketing for Your Boring Business podcast. Have you ever thought about how awesome you would look on TV in your local community? Have you ever sat and watched one of those morning shows for your local TV stations where they have like a resident expert, probably even in your field, and you're like, I could do that, or I could do that way better than them? Do you ever wonder what the return on investment on something might be? Well, today, we're going to dive deep into how Hollywood PR tactics can work to help you guys be local celebrities and experts in your community. I'm talking with Michelle Lewis, who is an Amazon bestselling author, podcast host, and founder of the Celebrity CEO Method. She teaches online CEOs how to skyrocket their visibility, launch their unique show strategy, and start landing press for their brands through Hollywood techniques in a visibility lounge. She has been featured in Entrepreneur on Fire, TEDx, Terrytown, and the Huffington Post, Medium, BuzzFeed, and so much more. She was absolutely wonderful to talk with, and I can't wait to share this with you because I think that local press is a great and totally untapped way for you to be marketing your business in like a whole fun new visual and informative way. All right, guys, let's dive into this. Michelle, let's take this away. Welcome to the show, Michelle. I am so excited to talk with you about how our boring business owners are going to be able to become essentially local celebrities and experts because of everything you're going to share with us today. So welcome. Thank you so much. This is going to be such a blast. I'm so excited to be here. Welcome everyone to the show. Yes. Okay. So Michelle, First and foremost, obviously, like you're not a boring business owner because you work in the super sexy hard world of PR and marketing. <laughs> so why don't you give us a little bit of like the lowdown, like why why you're like the foremost expert in this? Like why why should boring business owners listen to you, Michelle? I feel like I can be very boring because most of my business does happen in my sweatpants, but I totally hear what you're saying. Um, I come from a Hollywood background. So I grew up following my dad all around the world on film sets. I've worked in the business for about 10 years and then decided to retire because I wanted to launch my own business. That led to me founding Visibility Vixen. And so my specialty is helping entrepreneurs and business owners get more seen through Hollywood tech so it's been really fun for me to go along this journey and help people understand how to step out into the limelight, whether it be through video, podcasting, live streaming, summits, PR, whatever it may be, because that can tend to be where we struggle. We establish our business, but we have no clue how to get more eyes on it and start being seen as an influencer in our field. Awesome. So, and obviously the whole point of, of being in business is to get business and money, but a lot of that has to happen by being seen, being being found. And you know, we talk a lot on the show about like going live, um, doing video marketing, having a blog, all these different things that are advised you to do, and then like what other boring businesses are doing. So, why do you think that PR is sort of a? I guess PR and media is sort of a, a hard thing for people to get into for what they're trying to do. 
I think it's very undefined and there are so many aspects to it. I was just talking to a friend of mine last week because she thought visibility and publicity were the same thing, but they're not. Visibility is much more, you know, internet marketing on your own with video, live streaming, hosting your first summit, blogging, Instagram, social media, all that stuff. Publicity isn't necessarily for increased cash flow. It's for increased credibility. So you really have to have some groundwork in place, like what you're talking about on your podcast, to be able to then sustain having a PR campaign and getting seen in more of those big features like Entrepreneur on Fire or Huffington Post or whatever it may be to increase your credibility, especially for the people listening for their local businesses. I love that you talked about the differences between the two. Cause like we talked about online marketing and like being found, but I love that how media is, how you said is about credibility. Like that's That has to be huge, right? It is huge. And the mistake that a lot of people make, especially my students, is that they are like, okay, my business is set up, like bring on the publicity. And it's like, hold up. We still have a lot of work to do. It takes time to figure out, okay, who am I in my business? What is my brand? What is my voice? Even putting together like a brand video that can take a lot of time and thought instead of just trying to throw yourself out there for these interviews that you can't necessarily make stand out because you don't have all of that figured out beforehand. So what is it that you think our boring businesses need to figure out before stepping in to getting this validation for what they're doing through media and PR? I think the first thing is how are you different in your niche? So with your competitors, why do you stand out? The best way to do this, even if you have like a brick and mortar business, is through figuring out your mission statement. And that's usually saying I'm a title who helps ideal client result, result, result through your signature method. What this is going to help you figure out is how are you different than all of the other people in your competition? This makes me think of my local chiropractor who I absolutely adore. Why is he different? Well, he brings in a ton of different sports rehabilitation so that people that come to him are usually from the Hollywood industry or from sports because they've been injured. So that's how he specifically differentiates himself instead of just calling himself a general chiropractor. So I'm not saying that you have to like change your business title or change any of that stuff, but how can you at least get down on paper why you're different? That's the first place to start. Yeah, no, that's really important guys. Like I know that I had really struggled with figuring out for like my own business because I was like, everyone needs social media marketing. And of course, and and then I really sat down and figured like, who are my actual clients that like work with me the most? And it's you guys, it's my boring businesses. So like, I know my niche is my podcast and my YouTube channel help you, the boring businesses, by giving you great information that's going to help you market your business better by talking to leading experts and people that are actually in your industry who are doing things. And we accomplish this through the podcast. So, I mean, it's really that method that you just explained really breaks it down. Super simple. Can you say that one more time for like the sure. in the back so that they can like... <laughs> We can maybe write this down specifically, guys. So hold on, get your pens, get your paper. Get that piece of paper or that napkin out. I usually write (laughs) or or what is it? Get your 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 uh your note your note taking app on your phone. All right. So so what is it, Michelle? So I'm a title. That's your title. And don't just say like, I'm a, let's say accountant, right? No, you want to be very specific with your title and make it actionable. Who helps 
ideal client. So this is your clientele. Please don't just say people or women. Be very, very specific. Result, result, result. So these are the three results that you help them get the most and make these very specific. This whole mission statement is crazy specific. I want this to annoy the heck out of you and make you really feel stressed out because that means we're getting somewhere uh, through your signature program, technique, teaching style, service, whatever it may be. I actually, I used to have it on my whiteboard. I wish I could reference it for you. But for me, I work with a lot of online coaches, uh, a lot of online health coaches. So it's easy for them to say, oh, well, I'm a health coach who helps women feel better about themselves and step into their unique personality. And it's like, that's so boring. I want to die. Right. Instead, what I want to die incredibly vague. No one's going to click on that. Right. So that also means no one's going to walk inside of your doors. So instead saying something like I'm a celiac coach who helps women deal with extreme digestive issues so that they can digest easily, go out to any restaurant and whatever you want to say through my signature uh, intestinal healing technique, let's say. That's very specific. That's going to bring a specific clientele like hurtling through your door. So that's what we want here. That's also, I think, what people are searching for as well. Like people are looking for specific solutions to their specific problems. Yes. Very much. Okay. So now we understand our mission statement. What's next? What's next? What I would say, if I was, say, talking to my local chiropractor, is how are you putting yourself out there? A lot of people tend to throw a ton of spaghetti on the wall just to see what sticks. They're trying to keep up with social media marketing. Uh, They're on Yelp. They're on Google. They don't really know what to do, and therefore, things start to struggle. Things start to fall between the cracks. They can't really sustain what they're doing, so they just stop. So what you really want to focus on is what's the number one marketing tool that you want to focus on for the next 90 days. So if you're brick and mortar, like my chiropractor, he decided he was going to go all in on Yelp. So for three months, that was his focus. He actually changed his entire onboarding sequence for his patients so that there would be follow-ups and reminders to lead them to Yelp. You know, if they did leave a positive review, they'd get a little gift from the office, you know, referrals, all that kind of stuff. So I think really figure out what do you want your number one marketing source to be and go all in. If you don't have the time to sustain that yourself, this is where you're bringing someone on to do this for you. So you would use like a specific like marketing, like a Yelp as like an example. What are some other examples like you could go all in in four, nine days? Like I'm going all in on like pitching this one news station. I'm going all in and pitching like all the news stations. Am I going all in for radio? Am I going all in for podcast interviews? Like as though are those sort of like the different kinds of outlets that you're talking about for a focus? Absolutely. I think here we are again, figuring out, okay, are you a business that's making sustainable revenue? So that's no longer the number one pain point for you. If that is still a huge pain point, then you're going to want to be working on visibility. That's, you know, internet marketing, that's Yelp, that's, you know, Google, those kinds of things so that you're more popular in search engines. That's taking out ads in your local magazines, etc. If you're feeling really comfortable and you're ready to expand even further, then we're getting into the publicity side of things. I think it's great depending on your market. I know there's tons of different people listening. For example, like with my mom, she's a children's book author. She finished five writing five books. And so she's trying to figure out like, what channel should I go on? So she's starting with Instagram for the next 90 days. If it were someone that let's say 
like my chiropractor, now that he has that down, I'd say, hey, why don't you start podcast guesting? Like let's format your pitch so that it's really specific and actionable. So even someone like me would bring you onto my show. So I think that that's the kind of thing that people can start thinking about. But before you start pitching, you need to work on your pitch. I get pitches and I'm sure you get pitches every single day to be on your show. And most of them are awful. So you want to make sure that you put in the time and attention. And this is why we started with your mission statement to figure out what can you specifically talk about? So a great example is uh, when my publicist submitted me for Good Morning La La Land, which is a local show, they they looked at my Instagram feed and they saw that I had like 5,000 followers there because that's my lowest social media channel. And they're like, no, we can't do it. We're really looking for celebrities. So I said, no worries, please send them this. And I sent a link to my brand video. I sent five specific talking points that were incredibly specific based on their audience. And I put in a couple of other stats that I had for like my Facebook group page, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. And that's what booked me on the show. So you kind of have to think about putting these things together in a clear package so that it's very, very desirable for whoever you're submitting it to. I would also think it's important to make sure that you're pitching for for the right place. And so like, for example, when I get pitches for my podcast, you can tell sometimes it's just like, oh, you have a podcast. Let me send you my copy pasted message versus other versus other people who are like, hey, I saw that this is what your show is. I really like this specific episode that you've done, even if they only listen to maybe like first like 10 minutes of it. Like I get it, Mm -hmm. but you can't be a fan of every podcast, especially when you're like in the publicity space. But at the same time, like I think that based on what you what you talk about with the title is I could help talk about this specific topic, which is actually how Michelle got on to this podcast guys. So it's one of those kinds of things. Like I think you should really make sure that you are factoring that in for what you're doing, your pitching. Well, and it really depends. A lot of people go, Oh, I just want to guest on podcasts. And it's like, Well, it really depends on your business. Is your business online so you'd really benefit from an increased clientele like that is going to turn into ROI for you? If you are brick and mortar, well, what kinds of podcasts are you going to be guesting on? You really should be focusing on local and maybe doing local radio instead because that's what's going to get people through the door. Are you also going to be, in addition to having a service, like yet again, using my chiropractor as an example, is he going to publish a book? If so, then that really makes sense that he goes on a podcast guesting tour. So you have to make sure that you're doing the right press path for your specific business. For example, who was I talking to the other day? Um, He was actually my college professor, one of my film professors, and he has since written a book and he works on film sets and stuff. And so he had published this book and he wasn't sure what to do. And he's really doing this interesting comparison with film and spirituality. And I said, well, have you ever thought about doing a TED talk? because it's a new innovative idea. So depending on where you're going with your career, that's how you should determine what publicity you submit for. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back after a quick commercial break. This podcast is brought to you by All In One Social Media. All In One started with the mission to put military spouses to work anywhere they're stationed in the world, while making fair wages with job flexibility, no matter what military life demands of them. With packages including daily content, custom graphics, targeted Facebook advertising, Instagram marketing, and more. Only One Social Media's marketing packages will help you focus on growing your business while they handle your social media. 
You'll also get unlimited email support as well as feedback on social media marketing ideas that you can implement yourself. Head to allinonesocialmedia.com to find the package that's right for you. That's allinonesocialmedia.com. And now, back to the show. Awesome. Okay. So let's kind of narrow in on this specific niche of like local credibility. So I really feel like a lot of our business owners are probably, usually they work within, you know, like their city or like five to 10 miles of a certain area, that kind of a thing. And so I feel like local news, specifically like television is going to be really helpful. So what do you advise for our boring business owners to get into that specific I feel like kind of like almost a top tier for when it comes to media is your local TV station. Well, like I've told you, I'm definitely not a publicist, but I have the best one. And she did write that latter half of the book, Publicity Jumpstart. And what she really hits on is uh, to understand and research the local radio or TV you're submitting for, see what kind of schedule they're on, see what kind of material they love to feature. And the best time to submit for you is probably going to be a holiday. It doesn't make, doesn't, I'm not trying to say like it has to be Christmas or Thanksgiving. It could even be lesser known holidays like St. Patrick's Day, but being able to take your unique message and put it into a holiday that they're usually bringing a lot of guests on to celebrate, that's usually the quickest way to get in the door. That's a fantastic tip. And, you know, um, I used to be the social media producer for a local CBS station back in my like, pre-military mom life. And uh, one of the things that was always really helpful was paying attention to what was trending. Like, what is it that's like happening right now? And I'm not talking trending, like just hashtags and stuff. I'm talking like what's happening in the world, what's happening like locally in your community that you could make that, take that news story and expand upon it. So let's just say that like, so right now it's, it's, it's like monsoon season, right? Uh, in the Southwest. And a lot of people are dealing with like lots of rain and destruction. Of it. So if you are a roofer and you want to tap into maybe like, oh my gosh, there's so much rain. People are having home damage. You could pitch to go on to that show to be their expert and like what you can do to prevent roof damage during future mon- monsoons. And so, mm-hmm. cause that's already something they're talking about. They have like video and you know, highway cameras and copters in the sky kind of a thing. So that would be a great way for like them to keep the popularity of that story going because um, a big chunk of revenue for news stations actually comes from their website. So the more clickable and the more like actionable those titles can be, the better they are. And so definitely the more topical something is and, and the more it feeds into like things that people are paying attention to, that's really what you want to pay attention to in that space. Excellent point. And I think that definitely hits on the point of when you're pitching, you're going into an inbox that's possibly getting hundreds, if not thousands of emails per day. So the number one battle you need to win is the subject line. So it's re- we have a formula in the book and it's really important that you're specific and that you can spin yourself in a way that's going to get that email open. So for example, for me, the strength that we use from my past is the Hollywood career. So it says like four 
former Hollywood actress talks about, you know, blah, blah, blah as an entrepreneur. That helps them understand if it's a hook that would work really well on their show or their broadcast. So think of, and if you need an exercise to help you with this, because for me in the beginning, it was like, I don't know what's interesting about me. I don't know how to tell stories. I would actually list out on a piece of paper and put like zero to five, five to 10, 10 to 15, all the way up to what age you are now. And just write down some interesting things that happened to you, good or bad during those years to figure out what's made you into who you are. Because I'm telling you, when you're submitting and you want to give, you know, two to three really powerful topics, that's what you're going to pull from. So like for Good Morning La La Land, I was able to say, how every Hollywood entertainer should also think about becoming an entrepreneur to sustain their long-term income. So I was thinking about that part of their audience. The next one, since I knew that they were doing Motivation Mondays, I talked about how I was able to move from a chronic illness into a full-time career. Um, and I think the last one that I talked about was uh, how to easily book on podcasts and summits. So they decided to go with the chronic illness one because it was more applicable to that segment, but I was able to take three interesting things from my past and what I can do to leverage booking the story. So that's what to just think about some practical exercises if you're feeling stuck. That's awesome advice and very in-depth. I feel like a lot of people would be like, man, I need wine for that list, but <laughs> that's I'm- okay, right? That's what <laughs> 6 p.m. is for. <laughs> right, right. Okay. So once we have been on our media and we've established a relationship, my, my tip for you guys, while you're, if you are fortunate enough to get into the door of a studio, get the producer's business card. Mm-hmm. Like this is like the best tip I could give to you. This is, I did a whole lot of local media before I became a producer and before I became a military person, like I did a lot of this. So get that producer's business card with the specific direction of like, Hey, can I have your card so that I could potentially send you more media ideas really, you know, around my subject matter, especially if that's how you got in the door, because having the producer's email is way better than having the like pitch email, like the general like email, because that one's like a thousand and the producers is like a hundred. If you want to think about like volume and so by building that relationship with that card is. So once you've gotten in the door and You've done your segment, you've crushed it, because I know you did because just in this podcast, and you get that producer's business card to take home with you. Always follow up, I think, with like an email at the very least, but I also would encourage you to send a card thanking them for being on the show. And then what do you think is the next step, Michelle, after you've been on the show? What do you do to get more like hits off of that? that segment or, or how do I follow up with that producer? Like, where do you think that next step is for these guys? Well, I think first of all, when you are filming the segment, you're going to want to make sure to first investigate where's their primary channel. Is it Instagram? Is it Facebook? Where is it? Because you're going to be taking as much as possible, as much as respectful, different video clips and photos. And for sure, once you leave the segment, you're posting all of those and tagging them and putting hashtags and all that, because that way, you know, not only for the producers, but the people that are interviewing you, they're seeing that you're crediting them as 
immediately. For me, our show was also on Facebook Live. So I made sure to share that everywhere that I could. I also made sure to um, send just a little memo via Instagram PM to each person that interviewed me and say, hey, so great to meet you. Thank you so much. Da, 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 da. Right. That way, usually they're going to follow you back. They're going to keep up on what you're doing. It seems like a very organic way to do things. I personally don't usually ask for business cards, but what I do specifically is if they're talking to me and, oh, we really like this about your segment, I'll say, oh yeah, well, what are you passionate about? Like, tell me about what you do and da, 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 and I'll listen. And they usually get so excited about that kind of investment emotionally that they end up handing me their business cards. So that's another thing that you can possibly do. Once you've done the interview, there's two things. They're either going to send you your segment. Otherwise, it's up to you to grab it, right? So what I recommend is a software called Screencast-O-Matic. That will help you full screen the YouTube video or wherever it is and capture it. You can usually also find that for your local uh, news stations and just play that segment. Screencast-O-Matic, that bad boy. Save it as an MP4. Then you're going to be able to take that and uh, recycle it to pretty much everywhere. I recommend putting this into your brand video, extremely important. I recommend if you wanna do public speaking, putting it into your public speaking reel and also featuring it on your Facebook page. You can pin it to the top of your business page, which is a great idea. And you can put in the links to that business if you wanna credit them, but just figure out how you can keep it working for you. Take segments of it and be posting it on Facebook and Instagram, You know, recycle it with a social media scheduler. Do whatever you can to make it be working for you. Yeah. And also you would add a couple of extra tips into this is like, if you have that link, you know, you could always put some ad dollars behind it. You can target people who specifically like or follow that news station. You can do like local media, you can do local news. You can even do two cheap perfect avatar. Like, Hey guys, check out what I did and where I was at. Cause I want my current clients and potential clients to really like see what I'm doing to build that credibility and bonus again, back to this, to the studio. The studio, the more opportunities you can give for hits for the studio, like the happier they're going to be with you because they're going to be like, oh, not only are you giving us like content that we need, but you're also like helping to feed our click-throughs and our viewership, double bonus. Totally. Absolutely. And what you can do, which is really cool, is after you've done a day of posting on like your Insta stories, you can save that day's accumulation of stories as a video. And you can also put that in different places, which is fun because it's more behind the scenes. People tend to like that more. So you can also utilize that footage as well. I mean, if we're going to get super gorilla with Instagram, you could even get super fancy and like make it a highlight, like me, like yeah. me in the press or like a media tab uh circle on your instagram story we're getting a little high end i'm sorry about that (laughs) it's good you just you just save this podcast episode and then you listen to it later and then just send me and michelle instagram questions like what are you talking about (laughs) all right so i think that all of this has been super valuable and really helpful for all of our boring business owners because you know, like I said, being on TV is so elusive, a little frightening for some people, but for more outgoing, the more outgoing uh, listeners that we have, being in the media seems so like, oh, I could totally do that, but you have no idea how to get there. And I think that this is going to like really help, help them get there and accomplish what they're trying to do with their, with their business for sure. 
it's key to take the mystery out of it. There's always going to be a little bit of fear. You're always going to want to pee your pants a little bit. I know I still do. But when you're able to go, this is all for the longevity because hopefully your mission is to help people in some way. So the more that you can get out there, the more eyes that can come onto you and your business, the better because that's the more people that you can help. So focus on that bigger mission and then just start writing out a plan in your project management software, if it's Asana, Trello, whatever, just start outlining what you want your future to look like and then break it down into actionable steps. You don't have to start podcast guesting tomorrow. Start with Instagram or whatever social media channel you've learned from this podcast. Put that into action for the next 90 days. And then January 1st, you can start with outlining your pitch and submitting. What's key is planning to take the mystery out of it so that you don't get you know, analysis paralysis when you actually sit down to take action. So that's what we want for you. Beautiful. Beautiful way to wrap this all up for us, Michelle. Okay. I always have my podcast asking this one question and I hope Ask me. it's not a little too, too crazy for you. Okay. So if you could give people one of your favorite quotes to inspire them to go out and have marketing greatness, what would it be? It's hard to pick one. It would be definitely the book Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Joe Dispenza, but it's a quote where he talks about the addiction that we have to emotions on a molecular level. So whatever your thoughts are, turn into chemical feelings in your body. So the key for me, especially getting started with this business, was getting my mind under control. So remember that whatever thoughts you have in a repeated nature, that's what you're going to physically feel. So take accountability for those thoughts and start changing them so you can start having more optimism and joy and driving your business. Beautiful. And uh, you said that you have a book. So how can (laughs) people find your book? Uh, You can find it. You can find me everywhere. If you want to connect with me on visibilityvixen.com. Otherwise it's in on Amazon. So just go in there, put in publicity jumpstart and you should find it right away. It's definitely one of the most helpful things I think I've written. And if I was, I pretty, we pretty much wrote it for the beginning me, like the one that had no clue what to do. So you'll get 10 chapters with 10 steps. Do this, do this, do that. So I really hope that you enjoy it. Awesome. Thank you again so much for being on the show, Michelle. I hope that you guys uh, get a chance to check out Michelle's book if you're interested. And of course, all the information will be recapped in our show notes, which you can find on our website at allonesocialmedia.com under the blog section. And of course, if you really enjoyed this podcast, we always love when you leave us reviews on whatever platform it is that you are listening to. And of course, like we always say in military life, it is never goodbye. It is see you soon. So until next time, I will see you soon. Thanks for listening to Marketing for Your Boring Business. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more? Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of Marketing for Your Boring Business. This podcast is presented by All-in-One Social Media.